不不不不不不不不不。I don't know if this is doing anything for anybody,、um, and I think it's wrong. Mostly wrong. Should I just stop doing these things?、Um, that、uh, intro was、uh, "Music Is My Radar" by Blur, which is the title of what we're going to talk about today. I mean, it's a bit like that at the beginning, but not a lot.、Uh, this is the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's I am、um, day forty six, forty seven. I think it's day forty seven, and it's Saturday, and it's sunny, and I have done a long walk with both the dogs. I'll put um, I will put some footage of them running towards me. Uh, on my Instagram at Tony underscore J underscore Kent,、uh, they're quite a sight when they're going at full pelt. Could be a little bit scary. I mean, they're soppy as,、uh, but not as scary as the speed skaters that I watched this morning on the Winter Olympics. Oh my God! There's something of the Terminator about them.、Um, the way that there's three of them moving as one. Like towards you, can you imagine being at your local ice rink and you've got that coming towards you? Terrifying.、Um, so I did a big long walk, and there's some dirty bastards out there because for the second time in three days, I have picked up using my poo bag. Got to have a poo bag on you.、Um, picked up a nappy. I mean, come on, what are you doing, leaving a nappy、uh, on the floor? I mean, it's gross. Dirty bastards. And then somebody had hung some poo in a bag from a tree, like the world's most disgusting, sad, upsetting Christmas decoration. I don't know why you do it. I don't know why you do it. Anyway, rant over. I、oh, bless my friends. I bumped into two of them. Did this big long walk.、Um, I don't know, hour and a half, five miles, something like that. It's quite far. And they're like, "Ooh, how are you?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I've had to pick up other people's litter." Raw.、Um, <laughs> you know, I could have just said. Fine, but、um, living where we do, where you can go on a long walk and not see anybody, so you have to store up any tiny piece of news that you can,、um, and then put it on a podcast for everybody to hear.、Uh, let's find out though. That side I mean happy day, beautiful day.、Uh, been left in the house by myself for a bit, which is goodness. So let's see what the rest of the village is doing. Um, there is a pub, what is not the local pub, that's having birthday party, and it's got a tribute act that is a Tina Turner tribute act. And I don't know, you know, when you have those kind of in jokes at school. I remember my poor husband when we were first going out with each other. I told him to listen to this cassette that me and some friends had recorded in drama when we were fifth years, fourth years, fifth years. So、um, we've been like fourteen, fifteen, and he did this. Bloke boy did something about Tina Turner in a miniskirt is coming to get you, and I thought it was hilarious, but really not funny if you have no context.、Um, I mean, God, he must have、um, really wanted to go out with me at the time because I got him to listen to this tape, and he was like, "Yeah, interesting, Tony. Well done." Uh, and he didn't run away, so I don't know. Must have been something about me that kept him sticking around.、Um, 
bloody hell, 26 years later. Amazing, amazing. So anyway, Tina Turner in a miniskirt is coming to get you at a pub, which is not our local pub. Uh, more stuff for free. We have added to the free toy giveaway. There are more things. Come and help yourself. Uh, what else? And they've added some more stuff. Would anyone like some free preserve jars? Yes, please. Say so many people. I have found a rucksack. Is it yours? Yes, it is mine, says somebody else. Here are some glasses that you can have for free. Nobody wants those yet, but it's only just been put up there. Uh, what else? Free plant tubs. Yes, please. Already gone. Uh, don't forget. Bingo. It's bingo tonight. Um, so eyes down at the village hall for a bit of bingo. But not me. I'm not going to the bingo. Although part of me feels like maybe, you know, maybe next time I'll go. Because I haven't been for years. And if you're taking uh, gin and tonic in a water bottle, um, because as I mentioned previously, the event is not licensed, could be quite a good laugh, couldn't it? What else is going on? Um, I don't know. I was going to tell you something. It has slipped my mind. Ah, right. So here's the thing. I listened to a podcast called The Blind Boy Podcast, which is really um, interesting, funny. It's a satirist, uh, comedian, an art historian. The guy's amazing, but he does a lot of mental health podcasts. And he did a live one that was an interview a couple of years ago with a Glaswegian comedian, Limmy. And it has sparked my thinking about some things I will talk about in the future. Um, it's from, if you want to check out Blind Boy Podcast, it's an episode from March 2020 called Limmy. But um, he poses him a question about what is it like to raise your child in a very different way or environment to the one you grew up in. And that's definitely part of what I want to talk about. I'm not going to do it today, but it's coming. <laughs> Be one. Uh, anyway, let's go back to Music Is My Radar because I promised you that and you're going to get it. It's from Reasons To Be Cheerful Part 1. It's the book that I wrote. Don't buy it on Amazon. Stay here and listen to me read it. Or if you really want to buy it on Amazon, do. I mean, I'm not stopping you, but, you know, I'm just saying don't feel obliged to buy it. This is called Music Is My Radar. As you'll know from the majority of my um, podcast episode titles, music is a big part of my life. And like a lot of people, I can categorise certain parts of it by the music I was listening to at the time. My musical journey started as a child where my parents weaned us on the jam, the Steve Miller Band and Blondie. See, that's all my dad, really. My mum was a massive Beatles fan. Definitely more into, I guess, pop music as well. She liked Culture Club so much that she, I think she sent us to buy it, but I can't be sure. We had a picture, um, like one of those early, it looked like it was painted, but it was a print on canvas um, of Boy George in full karma chameleon mode in our living room. Just going to let that sink in. Big picture of Boy George in our family living room. Yes. Now she was a young mum. She's 21 when she had me. And so my dad would have been 29. They were youthful. Big picture of Boy George. Hmm. Also, mirrors that had um, 
images of one for Chelsea Football Club, it was like a nondescript, uh, just, you know, outline of a footballer with a blue shirt for Chelsea Football Club for my dad, and one that had the same footballer, but with a red t-shirt, which was Liverpool, for my mum. I mean, it was an interesting decor going on. We also had a poster that was held up with drawing pins of all of the star signs and they each had a, a kind of cartoon picture to go with them. I wonder if it came like free with the sun or something like that because it was a jokey one and I'm a Taurus and it said that Taurians love to eat and to fart, I think. Um, but I remember spending like ages studying it, memorising it. So eclectic, I think, is the word that I'd use. Um, yeah, music related. Big picture of boy George. Anyway, I wanted to, we're back to the jam, I wanted to be like David Watts and I wanted to look like Debbie Harry. Other early highlights include singing I Feel Like I'm In Love by Kelly Marie at primary school whilst doing a handstand. I'll never forget that because um, she says, my knees are shaking, babe, my feet don't touch the ground. And because her feet don't touch the ground, you see, you have to do a handstand. And here is something I found out on a programme the other week. That song was written for Elvis. Now you can hear that kind of, I feel like love. Perfect sense. So there you are. Um, I wasn't expecting to share that with you today. I'm so glad I remembered. Uh... And then when Hey Mickey was released by Tony Basil, I was thrilled that there was a somewhat famous female singer called Tony. See, it's not just a boy's name. In my very early teenage years, I forgot all the cool music that my parents had shared with me. Big picture of boy George <laughs> and my brothers and dived headlong into an obsessive attachment to Duran Duran. I mean, it was properly obsessive. I remember pinning a sheet of paper to my bedroom door that had the names, not just of, uh, let's see, Roger Taylor, John Taylor, Nick Rhodes, Simon Le Bon, and I'm missing one. Uh, ooh, that's a shame, isn't it? Maybe there was only four. Was there five? I don't know. Anyway, I'd also put Raphael de Jesus, because he was one of their like, saxophonists or something. Oh, did I say Andy Taylor? Were there three Taylors? Roger, John, Andy, and then Nick Rhodes and Simon Le Bon. Uh, yeah, I listed out all the names that I found on the back of like the arena video or something. Um, I did used to practice signing my name, Tony Le Bon, Tony Le Bon. Mm, that was never going to happen. Um, who were then ditched in favour of Bross. Oh, God. I'm now distanced far enough from those years to confess to wearing Grolsch bottle tops on my shoes. I actually went with my friend Claire down the barrels, down the free barrels, to ask um, for some Grolsch bottle tops. We couldn't go in because we weren't old enough. Um, and there was a point where pubs were just saying, don't, we're not giving them away. Like, chuff off, you cannot have them. So I did do that. I, I was part of the Bross fan club. Uh, I used to get cassettes. I was part of a Duran Duran fan club. Oh my God. I wrote, there was a Duran Duran, I don't know, it was a magazine, part of the fan club. I had a pen pal. <laughs> she lived 
I was in Basingstoke, she was just outside Basingstoke, but she worked in Basingstoke at Boots. We used to write each other letters about, ooh, I really love Simon Le Bon. Oh my God. Um, what the hell was all that about with the Grosch bottle tops? Did Matt, Luke and Craig have some really lean years where they couldn't afford shoelaces and had to make do with bottle tops? I don't know. Um, so by the time I had worked out the worked the when I grow up I want to marry Simon Le Bon phase out of my system and started using appropriate devices to keep my shoes on my feet along came Indy and how my taste changed oh my god late 80s early 90s yes my school books went from being decorated with love hearts to being covered in lyrics from the wonder stuff the happy Mondays and my Clark's school shoes and smart jumper were switched for monkey boots and a very tatty cardigan. Oh, that was my dad's. I felt like a right rebel and I looked like a right jumble sale. I had monkey boots. Um, my friend, Laura, had proper Doc Martens. And I wanted Doc Martens but couldn't afford them. But you thought, well, monkey boots, you're halfway there. You're kind of there, aren't you? God, monkey boots, black leggings, uh, sludgy green top. But the thing that I discovered when she and I used to go, well, tripping and wandering, was that monkey boots aren't waterproof, you see? Dr. Martin's are. So if you can afford it, it's worth spending the extra to keep your feet dry. Um, and we went to see the one stuff together and Soundgarden, they were amazing. After that, there followed brushes with heavy metal. Now, I remember being into heavy metal aged 11 because we used to hang out with a boy who was really into Iron Maiden. Um, and I used to draw all of the Eddie skeletons. So I think metal came before that. So yeah, it was into heavy metal. I wanted to look like any of the women from Heart. Yes, and almost got knocked out at an acid rain gig. Yes, uh, love a bit of thrash metal too. Swing B and R&B for God's sake. Ha, I wanted to look like Louise Nerding and thought that the lyrics of R. Kelly, hmm, and Belle Biv DeVoe were romantic until I learned that they are, in effect, a smooth way of saying, oh baby, get your knickers off or else I'll shag your best friend. I mean, didn't we all learn a lesson about R. Kelly not so long ago? Uh, and then I moved on to hip hop, which gave me the twin adolescent joys of dancing and expressing my anger at adults. My connection to this music never completely faded, as evidenced by a room of white middle-class IT workers in black tie dancing to Lo, 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 by Flo Rider at a Microsoft conference in Washington. I can still remember that and I can picture it in my head and it's as bad as you would imagine. I mean, yeah, just a big old bunch of white people in formal dress um, trying to dance to Flo Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt great to anyone watching, it was probably shameful. From hip-hop, I moved on to rock and then dance music. And these last two genres have been my steadfast companions right up to today. And I could bore you with tales of bad fashion, raves, gigs and house parties. But the point is that music was and is always there for me when I want to celebrate, commiserate, forget, remember, or just let off a bit of steam. Yeah, and I think from a mental health perspective, music is a saviour. Um, oh, I don't know where I'd be without it. Um, I remember our wedding reception as a series of songs, true. 
Our children were born to music and a bit of screaming, but I prefer to remember listening to Asleep in the Back by Elbow playing on the titchy CD player in the delivery room. Um, when I was mid-delivery of, I think it was our daughter, we like, don't forget the music, I was like, oh, for God's sake, this will lose your worries. But um, I had the specials, like best of, and Ghost Town was on. And I remember the midwife saying, oh, hang on, I think there's an ambulance coming in. But it wasn't. It's on that track. Funny the things you remember, isn't it? Um, and if there's ever a chance to leap around in a vaguely rhythmical fashion, I'm on it. Be it in the kitchen or at Kaylee. So when tonight are my six-year-old daughter, God, this is 10 years old, returned from her school disco beaming rosy-cheeked and stating my feet hurt from all the dancing, it made my day. She's at the start of her musical journey and I hope it will be as joyful and interesting as mine, but without the house parties, definitely no house parties. I will tell you about those house parties at some point. I mean house parties where big old gang of kids just rock up because they've been told that there's a party in a house in the 90s just chaos I mean I do remember one where the police were called and it's awful I mean it's awful you look back on it now and think oh my god did I actually get involved in that yes I did um, and in the spirit of kind of raising your children in a different way and environment to the one that you grew up in, I would not want my kids anywhere near anything like that. Thank goodness we live somewhere that they find so utterly boring. Uh, what do I wish for you today? Um, that, I wish that you hear a song that reminds you of one of the happiest times in your life. Um, and that brings you just a memory of leaping around with abandon and that if the mood is right and, you know, if no one's watching, maybe if someone is watching, that you get to hurl yourself around to it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please give it a share and just asking nicely um yeah mail it email it to someone or drop on whatsapp and say bloody hell do you remember the house parties we used to go to i think you might relate to what this person has to say um really love hearing from you all thank you again and i will be back tomorrow